Hello, friends, and welcome. It is Monday. It is the 16th of January. I wonder what life's like for you at the moment. Maybe you are heading back to work after a break. Maybe you didn't have a break at all. Or maybe you are a school student and you've got ages of holidays still left or a uni student and you're not sure whether <laughs> university is ever going to go back because of the length of your break. Well, whatever context this finds you in, great to have your company. As we continue reading, do you know we have only got two more weeks left with the Minor Prophets and then we are done with those wily old characters and none more wily than our mate Zechariah. We spoke briefly how many people are very puzzled at trying to unpack the second half of this book. Well, chapter 11 that we're going to read today, some even call it the most enigmatic chapter in the entire Old Testament. Hold on to your socks. We are in for a rough ride. They're not quite sure how to interpret this. And um, I started skim reading some interpretations and there are pages and pages and pages and chapters dedicated to all the different ways that this has been interpreted. So let's just pray for some inspiration. Holy Spirit, whatever it is that you have in this chapter for us, may it bubble up in our hearts and may we see you and your provision and love for us. Well, there's nothing left to say, friends. Let us read together. Zechariah chapter 11. Open your doors, Lebanon, so that fire may devour your cedars. Wail, you juniper, for the cedar has fallen. The stately trees are ruined. Wail, oaks of Bashan. The dense forest has been cut down. Listen to the wail of the shepherds. Their rich pastures are destroyed. Listen to the roar of the lions. The lush thicket of the Jordan is ruined. This is what the Lord my God says. Shepherd the flock marked for slaughter. Their buyers slaughter them and go unpunished. Those who sell them say, Praise the Lord, I am rich. Their own shepherds do not spare them. For I will no longer have pity on the people of the land, declares the Lord. I will give everyone into the hands of their neighbours and their king. They will devastate the land and I will not rescue anyone from their hands. So I shepherded the flock marked for slaughter, particularly the oppressed of the flock. Then I took two staffs and called one favour and the other union, and I shepherded the flock. In one month, I got rid of the three shepherds. The flock detested me, and I grew weary of them, and said, I will not be your shepherd, Let the dying die, and the perishing perish. Let those who are left eat one another's flesh. Then I took my staff called favour and broke it, revoking the covenant I made with all the nations. It was revoked on that day. And so the oppressed of the flock who were watching me knew it was the word of the Lord. I told them, If you think it best, give me my pay. But if not, keep it. So they paid me thirty pieces of silver. And the Lord said to me, Throw it to the potter. 
the handsome price at which they valued me. So I took the thirty pieces of silver and threw them to the potter at the house of the Lord. Then I broke my second staff called Union, breaking the family bond between Judah and Israel. Then the Lord said to me, Take again the equipment of a foolish shepherd, for I am going to raise up a shepherd over the land who will not care for the lost or seek the young or heal the injured or feed the healthy, but will eat the meat of the choice sheep tearing off their hooves. Woe to the worthless shepherd who deserts the flock. May the sword strike his arm and his right eye. May his arm be completely withered, his right eye totally blinded. Well, Jesus, in the midst of this prophetic word, this prophetic word which extends and reaches in all these different directions to the great confusion of all of our scholars. Even in the midst of this, we see echoes forward from all those years ago to your story for those 30 pieces of silver paid back to the treasury. No matter how complicated the story, no matter how interwoven the narratives, there you are, Jesus. And no matter how complicated our life, no matter how interwoven our own storylines and plot lines and developments, there you are, consistent and present. Thank you, Jesus, for being a God who loves us and dwells with us and in us through the gift of your Spirit. We just thank you and praise you for being so close each step of our lives. We are so grateful and baffled, but we'll take it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. <laughs>